On today's show, we are live on Twitter, on YouTube, and on the Bookface on Facebook. We're live on all three of those. I'm joined by AJ Jackson from Northern Utah Ballers and our first time and hopefully not our last time guest, the godfather of Utah basketball, uh, Timothy Drisdom. This is the Utah High School Hoops Podcast, your source for sometimes informative, but always entertaining coverage of the Utah high school hoops scene with your host, Adam Meek. Thanks for coming in. Got a repeat guest already. I'm like five <laughs> episodes in, AJ. You're Let's already go. Let's go. back on. I didn't wear out my welcome, so that's a good got, thing, uh, right? I got uh, Casey, Coach Casey Stanley already calling it our podcast, so I guess uh, <laughs> y'all can fight it out, or we could it just be everyone's. We're just a podcast for the people. Uh, so I'm joined here by AJ Jackson in roughly 10 minutes, we're hoping. Uh, we're going to be joined by Tim Drisdom, uh, who is a, obviously, if, you, if you've been around Utah basketball for a while, then you know Tim, and uh, when he comes on, we'll let him do a uh, do a quick introduction but uh i've asked these two to come on for a number of reasons number one they both love the game of basketball and they both love the game of basketball in utah uh and i think because of probably selfish interests you both have been paying attention to 5a basketball fair to say yeah i i think that's a fair assumption right we were, we're both heavily invested i guess you could call it but we're going to try and be as unbiased as possible today i know i am not sure about tim we'll see, we'll see what tim's temperature is when he gets in here excited we're gonna to have a, with that guy we're gonna have a 25 minute session on highland uh <laughs> and a breakdown of every player uh no i mean i think you guys have both done a great job of of admitting you know i try to just say the same thing i'm like of course i'm biased i have a kid who plays basketball yep, but right. i'm also really biased towards utah basketball i i think that the state it's okay for us to be biased towards the state of Utah um, in terms of it's how it's sort of underrated. So real quickly, I don't know how many people are going to be able to watch this on YouTube. Um, as AJ pointed out, it's four 30 on a school day. And so there's probably a lot of players who would love to be tuning in live, but I'm also a 43 year old father of five. And so doing this at times when pe- <laughs> players can jump on, we might have alternating schedules, but yeah. we'll try to, We'll try to do this. But if you are watching live and you're on uh, YouTube, I believe is the only one that I can see comments on. You can comment on YouTube while you're watching it. And then if you got questions, I can actually pull the comments up into the live recording and we can answer them. We'd, we'd love to do that. So if you're on YouTube, that's awesome. If you're not, that's fine. If you're watching it on Twitter, if you're listening to it on repeat, you know, please send me your questions, guest suggestions, all that kind of stuff. Would love to would love to have it. Um, oh, Kev, let me tell you something about Kev. So this is Isaiah's mom and every, I've been streaming games on YouTube for parents for a few years now. So I'll just bring my stuff. I've got this stream yard and instead of having to pay collectively $150 to baller TV, uh, I'll just try my best to stream them on YouTube. And Kev is the m- most frequent commenter on all of the live streams there. And I'm, I love that she's uh, come back through for our 5A preview. And that's the last thing that we're going to mention about Isaiah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm crazy. sure. Yeah. You know what's what's funny about Baller TV is that I never realized that there, there's a hot mic on Baller TV, the cameras. You look at those cameras and you think there's just there's no audio. They just go back and forth. And uh, luckily, the one game when somebody said, yeah, we heard your entire commentary. I'm trying to think back and trying to remember, okay, what was I talking? Who was I talking about? Because you could easily get yourself into some trouble I, <laughs> when you're at those those games and you're broadcasting. So, Oh, my gosh. You should hear, you should hear some <laughs> of my comments. I think there was one game with Congo last year, and uh, we were playing. They were an EYBL team. They were a three SSB team. I think it was uh, – Oh man, game elite or somebody like that from uh, from Atlanta, and it was a contentious game. I mean, yeah. parents are yelling at refs, and I just like Papa Bear kind of like welled up inside of me, and I just finally lost it. I'm just I was joining right in, and I'm like, oh shoot, I am 
live streaming this game. I'm so sorry, everybody. You didn't need to hear all of that. <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing that my my wife wasn't tuning into that particular game. So, <laughs> but I, I I'm one of those though. I mean, I, I'm sure Tim's the same way. Like, like I, I'm not a coach from the stands. I just sit there and I I try and mind my p's and q's. But I'm probably more critical of my own son's play than anybody else on the team. So, you know, he. But the thing is, is like you know. That's that's the reason why I couldn't coach him anymore, right? Yeah, me too. because we wouldn't get along. <laughs> and so I, I just I just let him do his thing and just sit in the stands and quietly film the game so that we can break it down later. But yeah, that's always uh, an interesting dynamic. I'd rather be behind the camera with him than uh, you know on the sidelines. Great kid, but uh, you know he's intense. He plays with that edge, so I love it. And thank you, Kev, for calling my commentary top notch. I did. Uh, I live streamed a judge judge play, scrimmage corner canyon. And I, I live streamed the game um, and I was trying to like commentate as best I could on the game. And I just <laughs> learned play -play. Like, to be the videographer slash play-by-play slash color commentator of a high school basketball scrimmage uh, was, was tough. And also I'll just give a huge shout out to the judge Memorial Bulldogs. Uh, they lost that game by three, I think yeah. to corner Canyon. So it was, uh, it was a really fun it was a fun game to a fun scrimmage to watch. I mean, there were refs and everything like that. So no, and, judge got some talent. We talked a little bit about that the other night. I mean, you think about JJ path gang and what he brings and, you know, I look at that particular kid and he's just oozing with talent and potential. And I feel like he's ready for a breakout. Like I feel like he's going to break out, have a great year. You know, I want to see from the point guard, I'm a point guard, Tim's a point guard. I want to see it using those skills to get other people's, to good looks right to get him yep. easy baskets to get good looks because the kid is so talented he's oozing with talent and so use that to get your team rolling and then obviously the points that you need are going to come along with it you know you're going to get open shots you're going to get drives to the bucket but you know uh you know we talked a little bit about what colleges want from a point guard the kid has everything as far as athletic gifts now it's just making sure you're playing that position the way it's supposed to be played and man he's gonna he's gonna have a great good couple job. of years yeah, and he, you know, just a, he's just a junior, and he did that. To, to, I mean, to be totally clear, that Corner Canyon game, he did, he did all of what you just described, and I was actually yeah, glad I was able to live stream it. I think he's able to grab that film and send it out good. to uh, connect it up with some coaches. So, but we're not here to talk about the uh, Judge Memorial Bulldogs. We're going to be talking about uh, the doing kind of a five A season preview. Uh, mm -hmm. So I'm excited for Tim to jump on whenever he's able to. I know he was uh, he was stuck in traffic, but. He gave me the heads up 10 minutes. So um, I don't know how you want to, this is the first time I've ever done this. So I've mm -hmm. looked at uh, like, I've got the prep hoops came out with their sort of top 10. Uh, I know Deseret news has their top five. I don't really know what it, this to me. I'm guessing this is all a fairly subjective, but also, you know, baked in with some objectivity to it, obviously sure. um, ranking. So, AJ, you let me know. You've been covering this game and mm -hmm. following uh, for a while. Do you want to? Do we want to jump in? We can start at like number ten on prep hoops and work our way yeah. up. Seems like maybe that's kind of the top ten teams. Yeah. And if you look at the top ten, I would love to start on number ten, obviously. But you I know, when you say that's a pretty easy one <laughs> when, to start with. When you think about when you think about five A basketball, right? The biggest question is: Are we looking at the Alta Invitational, right? Mm. Obviously, we'll get to Alta. We'll talk about all the guys they have coming back, and they're they're battle tested. They got size, they got athleticism, they got a point guard. Can anyone unseat those guys this year? That's the big question. And so, as we go down through this list, we got to look at matchups. We got to look at experience. We got to look at you know who's going to match up well, and be able to keep you know Ace Riser out of the paint. Who's going to be able to keep Jax Johnson off the boards, and you know, and and you know guard him out, out to the three-point line. And then the guy that we'll talk about in a little bit, Carter Doliak, has really evolved his game. Uh, and so, you know, is this the Alta Invitational? Let's break it down. Let's start at 10. Let's go through that top 10 now, on, on prep hoops and see what we got. Here's here's going to be the real question, is can this kid from Colorado, in being me, pronounce the Utah names in schools correctly? Because I have said – I forget what I've said. Uh, well, obviously – there's hurricane and y'all are crazy for the hurricane stuff. It's hurricane. not, it's just hurricane. That's what it is. There's no yeah. world in which it's possible that it's pronounced hurricane. Uh, but I've said like, um, I was corrected on, uh, 
Timpanogus. Timpanogus. It was, I was told that was wrong. There was no way I could pronounce, um, what's the mountain range? The, uh, the ochres. Someone was like, you don't know how to say ochre? I'm like, it looks like a word that doesn't exist. I don't know what to tell you. So I'll do my best to pronounce the, the uh, even when I, when I was first traveling here for work, I was, I was like driving around. I asked a friend of mine, I'm like, what's up with all the desserts around? And they were like, no, that's uh, that's Deseret. I'm like, oh, okay. So I, I'm learning. I'm learning about here's the key. Culture. Here's I'm going to give you some advice from a from a transplant. I've been here since I was what 20 years old, so we're about 25 years in here. Is just say it like you think it is and keep it moving. And wait, wait to get corrected. All no, right. no, just keep it. Just keep going. Keep going. All right. Well then, just act like you act like you own the place. Act like you know what you're talking about. Got it. And keep moving. That's the that's what I do all the time. And I'm still wrong. You know, probably 75 percent of the time. So well, then I I'm just going to head right on out to Tuelli and we'll we'll start <laughs> off here. We've got exactly. uh, we've got uh, Mr. Utah basketball every year. Every year he's Mr. Basketball in Utah. Looks like he's finally coming through we're going to pull him up on the stage Timmy D Mr. Tim Drisdom what's up what's going on fellas hey where are you in like a live where are you what's happening I am in Los Angeles I'm, I know that I just, I just dropped off a rental car and I'm at the Westin Hotel in the lobby just hanging out you know oh you're just gonna chill you're just doing that you didn't even go to your room just, just looking just looking like I belong didn't okay. no check no checking in no Nah, man. I love I'm just, it. I'm, I'm just gonna look apart and let people just walk around and just like, ah, is he? Is is should he? No. Just, no. Wait till we get to Highland. He starts getting animated. They're gonna call security over. We're gonna have a problem no. right on right on the line. No, <laughs> no, no animation here, man. This is this is gonna be the extent of that. It's gonna be so good. It's gonna be yeah, so good. Man. All right. So For so sure. uh, Timothy, what we have decided is that we are gonna start with uh with prep hoops and they have their top 10 and since aj was going on on i was like well let's start off with uh, with number 10 on the prep hoops 5a uh preseason rankings is uh is a team called woods cross uh aj tell me what you know about woods cross boys basketball in utah probably a little bit i'll get a i'll go through i'll go through what they have what they have coming back I would love to get Tim's insight on their their main player, um, Hunter Jackson, which is their 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 main guy coming back. Obviously, last year they lost a lot of guys, right? Uh, they were very senior heavy, with good seniors. You had Jackson Smith, uh, who's up at Utah State, Mason Bendinger, who was just put on an all world performance two years ago in the, in the state playoff run. Lost both those guys, Mason over at Salt Lake Community College, doing well. And so, you know, people would look at it, okay, who do you got coming up? But when you look at the roster, they actually have some pieces, obviously, at the point guard position, uh, 2025 Hunter Jackson. I expect a big year out of him. Played really well in the top 50. But, you know, uh, Pete, uh, or Adam, we talked about Bryson Watson and what he was doing on that NXT game. Um, I've watched Bryson closely. I coached him. He was playing a year up with my with my group. Uh, for a couple years there. And then, you know, him and Hunter have been in the gym every day, it seems like, uh, over the summer. And it's translated because he's had some just monster games. I believe one of the uh, scrimmages against Farmington that we played, I think he had 27. Uh, Great Western Classic, he had a 25-plus game on four four dribbles or less. He's a catch-and-shoot guy, which is perfect because if you have a point guard that can distribute the basketball and get people open, that's what you need, right? Yep. Uh, inside, inside, they got a 6'9 guy, Eli Nicholas. Uh, really unknown guy. He's a senior, big body, but he's coming off an injury. So it's going to be interesting to see how quickly he can round back into shape. They expect him back before, uh, you know, they got a tough stretch. They got a week where they play Alta and then they turn around and play American Fork. So they expect him back um, by those two games, which, you know, we're going to need him. And then uh, at the four spot, you got a guy like Hayden Polton, who's a, if you've ever seen him play, the kid's 6'4", 6'5", and can absolutely jump out of the gym. So, mm. uh huge huge um you know athleticism that he brings so you know what does that look like i don't know right it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see i'd love to get tim's take on what he saw from hunter in the top 50 but you know i think they're going to go as far as hunter and bryson take them but they do have some guys that can make shots you know they got you know some some seniors that are in there that can do some things and you know if they play the role you know they're going to be competitive tim let's hear uh Let's hear you. I mean, we've got three dads. Like, we're obviously we're going to be super biased, or 
yeah, critically I, harsh on I, our I, kids. I, so. I think he's terrible, but I want Tim Stegen. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> no, um, I, I mean, I think you said it. One, you know, every team, every good team goes as far as their point guard, I believe. And that's not a biased opinion. I think we've seen There's it across the, the board. I mean, I, I, the, we've seen it across the board at every level, you know. And so um, the one thing that I really – well, I, I won't say the one thing, like it's just one thing, but I think – one of the best things that I saw, one of the best qualities that I saw in Hunter this this uh, this during the top 50 anyway, um, was that he was playing with a bunch of guys that maybe he knew, but they, they weren't his high school teammates. He's not he's not used to playing with them, but you could tell that he was immediately the vocal leader on the floor. He was immediately, you know, directing traffic. Um, he was immediately garnering the trust of his guys. Um, he showed his ability to to score the ball, which was great, but also. Um, he showed his ability to to make plays for others. And so anytime you have a guy who can be uh, dynamic in that way and you put some some guys around him that can that can do some things, you put a big around him that, you know, maybe he's a little unpolished, but he can probably, you know, catch and catch and make a layup, you know, off of a drive if he can dump it down or he's got some shooters that he can throw to, you know, when he when he collapses the defense, then. I mean, and I think, you know, he's he's a type of class. And, and these are these are rare kids. And I wouldn't even say that my kid is one of these guys yet. But like these are rare kids that you see that when you walk in, you know exactly where that kid is on the floor because of his voice, because of his presence on the floor. Um, and he's in great shape. You can tell he's worked really, really hard. Um, he's a winner. You can tell he wants to win, wants to make one in play. So um, I'm not familiar with the rest of the guys, but a lot of a lot of what I can imagine their success will be will be around him and i think he gives them a chance for sure well, we did we did watch bryson by the way at that next game when he was right oh that's yeah. right that's right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. He can really shoot it yeah yeah can really shoot it. i mean he's he's he can get it off with any time you know in any space and so you know he doesn't need long and i think yeah i mean shoot i forgot he was there um they, i mean they'll be they'll be they'll be dangerous the, the region is not easy right i mean that region i think the region is wide open um, I would probably look at Banffle maybe being the favorite in that region, but uh, you got teams up and down that that region that can play. They got some good players. I yep. got some good shooters, and so you know I think Woods Cross will be right there in the mix. It'll be interesting to see how it how it plays out uh, yep. when it comes to point guards. I trust Tim more than anybody, so I'll take his words <laughs> and, and we'll run with them. So <laughs> and we'll get we'll get to Bountiful here in a little bit, but. Yeah. Uh, the next team on here, uh, and if we can't listen, I just I said this when I first started this podcast. I'm gonna do my best to get people on who I know know more than me, which is the majority of people in terms of Utah basketball. I love the game of basketball, but I'm not a Utah basketball historian by any stretch. So, uh, apologies if we don't fully cover your team. Um, and if you want to have somebody come on, hit me up. We'll have on. We'll have the coach on. I don't. It's gonna be. You know, this is. Uh, this isn't. This isn't something that anyone's trying to get rich off of. <laughs> it's it's just, it's for it's about promoting the game and uh, yeah. and using this format to do it. So, uh, the number nine team we got on here is Brighton, um, and the uh, at least on on prep hoops it says Brighton has three uh, solid players and more. But Bradley Easton can shoot the ball. He has range. He's a high percentage shooter. Noah Matheson is one of the best slashers and get to the rim and free throw line players. Uh, then they have a new move in Jackson Soto, who will add lead guard skills in a scoring punch. That's what I got on Brighton from Prep Hoops. Yeah, I mean, if you look at that, Tim, um, obviously Jackson Soto coming over from Olympus is a big ad for them, right? I mean, he's been sitting behind, uh, obviously, two great guards over there with Jordy and uh, Dutch and even Gavin Lowe, so three. And so he transferred over to Brighton. It's going to be nice to see him to uh, be able to get on the floor. He played for UBC Elite on the on the gold circuit uh, during the summer. Jackson's a great player. He's a He's quiet. I would like to see him to be. Uh, I'd like to see him being more vocal on the floor. But got a chance to watch Brighton at the Great Western Classic. Uh, you talk about Soto. You talk about Matheson. Uh, Bradley Easton's a kid. It's six three, six somewhere in that neighborhood, six feet, and he is lengthy, lanky as you can. Oh, and he's been that way since I can remember. If you leave him open, he's gonna drop three on your head. So, uh, you know, Brighton's always a team that you look at him and you're like, okay. Uh, and then they just seem to make shots. They seem to make plays. They're, they're disciplined. And so, you know, they're going to go as far as those three guys that you mentioned uh, take them, I think. 
but you know, looking at the Great Western Classic, I watched them play an entire game, and they look pretty. They look pretty dang good. And the addition of Soto uh, gives them some more athleticism. Soto, you know, has played on good stages, you know, throughout AAU. So I think he's ready to prove that. You know what? He's he's ready to go. He has two good years. He's a 2025 uh, like Easton is. So you know, Tim, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. If they can get some production up front, I think, you know, I think they'll have a, a good year. I don't know. I, I don't see them making a run at the final four, but I think they'll have a good year. Tim, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Um, Is no, it the Brighton? I, what's their, what are they the, what's their mascot? Bengals. The Brighton Bengals. I was going to say uh, Tigers. I was obviously wrong. They went alliteration that, for me. They have some old school, like Indiana Hoosier warmups, I believe. I, they like, do. They're, they're like orange and white. They're terrific. <laughs> They're so they're so terrific. That's the word that comes to mind. But no, they're in our region. We played them twice last year. Um, what I do know, I mean, I don't want to like echo everything that, that that Drew said, but I do know, you know, Tim Gardner, um, their head coach. You know, he he gets a lot of out of his guys. Um, they muddy the game a lot. Um, they they play a very grimy style of basketball. And sometimes when you're not as talented or maybe trying to find your way. Um, you know, that's a great, the fact that you play a different style, um, can, can, can really, I mean, that can really add some opportunities to, to, to those that you probably wouldn't have if you didn't. So, um, if I look, when I look at how they play, um, and then you, again, you know, they don't call them Bradley buckets for nothing. I thought his, I thought his last name was really buckets for a whole season. <laughs> like Charlie. But I learned, from Willy yeah. Wonka. But I, yeah. But it, I learned that his last name was Ethan. So I refuse to call him buckets. If I'm a Highland fan, I can't call him Bucket. So, uh, but no, good player, can shoot it. He's he's lanky and he's and he's actually uh, a little tougher than than you would think. Just a little, just a little tougher. Grimy, I love think. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's got some edge to him, and he's I mean, got to play with some edge. So, um, excited to see what they'll do. I, I all I kept thinking of was when I hear like long shooter i don't know why but i think of uh tayshaun prince <laughs> like just a guy that like kind of catches you off guard a little bit i don't i mean obviously tayshaun prince is a lot bigger than six foot three but you know just someone yeah. who you're like he just plays bigger than he actually is tall um so yeah, anyway uh we'll keep moving here uh number eight is uh juan diego who uh, i should probably be more familiar with but this is our first year at judge i do know that they lost you know speaking of brighton they lost brighton Darrell and Noah, uh, who all went to Corner Canyon. Looks like they brought in some players. Uh, I got to watch uh, Andre Olivo at the next game. And, I mean, he's he's 5'8", maybe. He's a transfer from APA. But that kid just is not afraid of anything on the basketball court. Um, and he he plays confidently. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm. it sounds like Juan Diego has has, you know, kind of – restocked i guess uh, maybe not you know one-to-one but it looks like they brought in some players uh prep hoop mentions luke mayer and rahiti and i hang on yeah i, I apologize rahiti i can't pronounce your last name but uh i know that i know that you've been uh you know he's been getting some love here on on prep hoop so what do you guys know about juan diego this year yeah i mean just just what you said i think that uh, you nailed it i mean you lose 19 points a game with Noah Bendinger going out the door. Uh, and if you've watched Brighton Valdez at Corner Canyon in the fall, uh, in the summer, in the fall, he looks great. Yeah. Great point guard. He is, he is all over the place defensively. He's getting in people, uh, you know, extending it three quarter court, full court. But I love what he's doing. He's, he's, he's running that offense. And they've got a lot of pieces when you think about, you know, obviously we all know about Brody. We all know about, uh, you know, uh, Taylor Farrell and how well he can shoot. But when you add somebody like Brighton in there that can get in there and distribute the basketball, now he's different than what they had last year. You know, last year they had a shooter, a scorer at that point guard position. Brighton's not that guy. He's going to distribute the basketball and get those guys open looks. When you think about Juan Diego, that's tough. I mean, you're losing. You're to lose those. Yeah. You're losing, you're losing three center really good players. And yeah. a great point guard, no doubt. You're losing three really good players. I love Rahidi's game. I watched him play a little bit uh, in Rock Hill, South Carolina, uh, when we were on the road out there. Um, really smooth, six what he's six four, six five. Can shoot the ball from outside. Can go inside. There's going to be opportunities. Was he on? Was he on Gold? UBC. Okay. He's playing with UBC when we saw. Uh, 
Yeah, there's going to be opportunities for guys to step up there. I don't know what the season's going to look like for them, but I think they're going to be they're going to be a work in progress. But they got some guys. I mean, Rahidi's great. I love Andre and what he's about. He's a dog. Uh, my type of guy plays edgy, but you know, Juan Diego. It, it's tough to lose those guys. But again, when people you know ship out, new guys got to step up. Yep, it's time to step up. Tim, you got any uh, you got any thoughts on the school that I'm apparently not supposed to root for? <laughs> You're muted though. Just so you know. Well, how about that? Um, there you go. <laughs> no, I. They lost a lot, and you know, I was actually no offense to anybody. I was actually pretty shocked to see them as high as they were. I'm not. I know eight is not a super high ranking, but I was. I was actually shocked. Shocked to see them in the top ten. Only not because of what they have, but just because of what I know they lost, and then what they have hasn't necessarily been proven, um, in any way. So um, it would be. It would be um, me trying to find something super good. I don't know. I, I think that's yeah, probably that's the, the most honest thing to say. I really don't know. I know, like I said, Bendinger, huge loss. You lose a 6'10 guy. Any any school loses a 6'10 guy. You know, it's you don't just have one of those. Just, you know, the next guy, next man up is cool, but he ain't going to be 6'10. No. <laughs> so, uh, but, yeah, so we'll, we'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm rooting for those guys as much as I possibly can. Obviously, I want the kids to do well, but. I think they'll they'll probably have a little bit more of a down year. Yeah. Well, I'm not. Uh, so I'm not rooting Good. for. Good. <laughs> I, I, I'm just told this is what I'm supposed to say as a judge parent. Um, obviously, judge isn't in five A. So yeah, I mean, I you know I think that with with every sort of opportunity uh, like this, you know, like like you're saying, AJ, kids get a chance to step up. And so I've seen a lot written about this Rahidi kid. Uh, obviously, AJ, you've seen him play. Is he? He's a 2026 20, kid, isn't he? Twenty. Is he, I think he might, did he uh, recline? I think he has a 2026. I thought yeah. he was 2025. I think he's a 2026. I think I saw him on the rankings in 2026. Yeah. And I was like, oh, who's this kid at Juan Diego? So, you know, it, it's opportunities like that then for a sophomore to step up and, and maybe take the lead. And you don't really know what you're going to get from that, right? Like the the variance of floor and ceiling could be could be pretty could be pretty big. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what's going on. And speaking of 2026 kids. Uh, I, the, the next team up here is Timpview. Um, now I, like I said, admittedly, I don't, I don't like follow all of the teams and all the games. I do know that last year, Timpview, did they, didn't they beat Wasatch or they got, they, Timpview beat somebody that was like, holy crap. And Dino had a great game. He had like 18 or 19 and then he went down to section seven Yep. and dropped 40 on or on Bryce James's team. So, yeah. you know, I mean, I think everybody probably knows if you've been around Utah high school basketball, you know about, you know about Dean. Um, but what else, uh, you know, I guess we can start. Tim, we'll start with you this time. Uh, what, can you, sure. what can you tell us about, uh, about Timfew? You know, and I, the name is escaping me, but they graduated a senior last year. James Rust. Oh, yeah. James Rust. Yep. He might have been one of the most underrated high school basketball players that I've seen. And, um, and I think, and and, I mean, we'll get to Dino because everybody gets to Dino, but I think that losing that guy, it'll be very interesting to see what the next man up mentality looks like for Tim view, because Dean is going to be Dean and he's going to, you know, he's, he's going to change the game with the shooting you know, um, I'm excited to see him be a little more physical this year. I think I think adding that part of it, the physicality to his game is going to be really good. Um, and I know they've had some other really good guards. I think Mason Ford is over there, mm-hmm. um, who's a pretty good shooter. Um, you know, it, it'll Timview will be very interesting because I really think that the loss of Rust is a bigger deal than people think because he added a, a certain certainty and trust to like on, on the floor, a guy that can, you know, that you can go to and be trusted. He was a great leader. He scored at all levels. He just did more for that team than people think, I um, which I, which I think is an, an amazing opportunity for Dino to say, Hey, I'm ready to, I'm ready to fully pick up the reins and be who, and be who I am, you know? Yep. Um, and so I think this is the year for him to do that. I'm full. I'm, I think he's fully capable. Um, I think he's fully ready. Um, I hope that that is the message that and, and the and the attitude that he goes into it with because I think it'll be exciting for us all to see. Yep. AJ, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with what Tim was saying. He made some excellent points. I mean, 
you look at Dean, Dean, we all we all know what he's about. He's all seen the highlights. He dropped 40-something. If you haven't seen the YouTube uh, highlights of that game, I think there's five minutes worth of clips on that game. He's just going crazy, catching lobs and, and just dominating. So, you know, Tim mentioned a guy, Mason Ford. I've watched him uh, play this fall. Uh, through some pickup games that have been put together down in Pleasant Grove, little secret runs. And Mason looks great. Mason looks like he's ready to play. He's super smooth. He's long. He's lengthy, can make shots. I think he's a nice compliment to what Dean is going to do. I agree with you, Tim. I think Dean can take the whole team, strap on the pack, and carry them almost. Gosh, do we do we get back to where we got last year? I don't know. He's that guy. Finals, right? Did they go to semifinals yeah. or finals last they, year? They made it to the finals last year. Finals, okay. Against Alta. Yeah. He's that guy. He and I think matchup wise, he's just so tough because you he shoots from a high angle, so you're, you you you've got to get up in him. But he's quick enough to get around people too, even at six seven, six eight, wherever he's landing at, and he's explosive. And so he's going to make the game a lot easier for a lot of guys. A lot of guys are going to look a lot better than maybe they would playing with other guys because he's going to demand so much attention. I'm excited to see what they do. I think Tim View is a one to keep your eye on because they have the ability because of Dean to just, just make a run like they did last year. I mean, they, they knocked yeah. out Orem. They went right all the way to the, the, the championship game. And yeah. I, I agree with you though. I think losing James Russ is a big deal. I agree with you. Very underrated. He was a prospects kid, uh, you know, played, played in some big games and he was so smooth and calm and knocked down shots. And so they're going to miss that. But I think what Dean brings is going to make up for it. And I'll add, I mean, speaking of like underrated players, um, you know, I got to watch Braxton Wilkerson play. Tim coached him and he's over at Tim View now um, you know, playing football still. Uh, he's a tremendous football player. He's a kid that I like I watched him play. He's so strong and gritty and physical. But I mean, I watched him hang. What do you have? 26, 27 on some three SSB teams. Um, you know, he is a tremendous, if he, if, if he's going to get minutes and I have no idea, but I watched him get minutes with Congo and, you know, Tim could speak to how, how great he was. Teams didn't even realize what, what he can do. I mean, he's a knockdown. His shot is, it, it doesn't, it looks funky, but it goes in at a high rate, like a really high rate. Um, and I mean, he was, he had, he had multiple games over 25 points on UAA teams, UA rise teams, three SSB teams. So, um, I'm excited yeah, to see I, run. Sorry. I didn't mean to, to interrupt. No, I actually, I forgot he had transferred over from, he was at Orem last year, right? Yep. Um, yeah, he, I mean, he'll be a guy if, I mean, and hopefully maybe their coach or somebody will watch this. You probably won't play that kid. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? He's just. He, he, you know, I mean, right plays, I defends his position well, plays I don't, great team I don't, defense. Yeah, I don't claim to know everything about it, but I do know that he's a winner. He's tough, Stop. and he's a shot maker, and he and he thinks he's good. And I don't mean that like in a slight. No, like not that's not a that slight. Way. Like like confidence. he legitimately plays with a confidence yeah. that if some of the best players had his confidence, it it'd be a wrap. He's swaggy so, B. He's swaggy, swaggy B. Yeah, He's swaggy B. <laughs> yeah. Another, thanks for bringing that up, Adam. Another yeah. kid that uh, I, I assume that he's going to get run is six, he's six eight. Uh, Kalen Tallestrup, I think if I pronounce oh, that yeah. right. Uh, another young guy. He's he's a twenty twenty six player, six foot eight. He's, I mean, the kid's long. I mean, you talk about he's a, he's a bigger version of Brad Easton. Uh, you know, he's like six eight, super lengthy, super skinny. But I expect he'll have a good season too. He's been working hard this this fall and, and during the summer. Uh, played with Utah Gold on that circuit and three S uh, wow. the the Gold Circuit with them. So uh, they got some guys that can complement what he's going to do. Yeah, they're, they're young. They're young. Yeah, yeah. but they're going to be a problem. They and, are going to be a problem. You know, speaking of uh, you know teams that have had some some transition, at least one big transition. Next on the list is is the Orem Tigers. Um, so you know, I think it's been pretty well documented. You know that Anthony made the jump <clears> over to. We, we can't uh, skip Bountiful. You skip Bountiful, uh, Bountiful number six. <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah. My fault, Bountiful. Dang it. Don't get me in trouble. I'm in Davis County. I got to I so see these guys. No, I, I even so. said we'll talk about Bountiful later. <laughs> um, I actually had I actually have Bountiful ahead of Orem on my list. No, I don't. I don't know why I would have them. <laughs> I don't. Uh, let's not talk about Orem right now. Let's talk about Bountiful up in Davis County. I know. I think Judge plays them this year. And so tell me, um, tell me all about. We actually play both Bountiful and Orem. And Springville, so we've got a 
had a pretty loaded preseason. So tell me all about Bountiful, AJ. Yeah, I mean, when you when you talk about Bountiful, obviously, uh, you know, you got Craig Smith's son, uh, Carson Smith, um, who's been a three-year starter at Bountiful. He should have come to Woods Cross. I keep telling them that because he was all <laughs> set to go to Woods Cross. He I made heard there's another player who's supposed to come to, to Woods Cross. That's <laughs> so exciting to hear about these great players. That's yeah, we, we want players. all of them over there. But uh, no, Car- Carson's a Carson's a great kid. Carson's a guy. <laughs> Carson's a great, yeah, Carson's a great kid, and he's a heck of a good player. Uh, but you throw him, and you got a guy that's another twenty twenty five, and Charlie Smith, who's probably one of the best shooters, pure shooters that Utah has to offer. Six foot five, lengthy, shoots from a high angle. Um, they've got some guys around those two that can play. Now they have, you know, they're not names. They're not guys that you're, you're, you know, hearing a lot about, but when you look at Bountiful, they have some guys. Now they have a football player, uh, Falatau, if he actually suits up and he's a very heavily recruited football player, okay. if he, if he joins them on the basketball floor, which I haven't heard either way, Bountiful is a team that you're going to want to pay close attention to because they have guys that can make a run come tournament time. New coach, coach came up from Tintview, uh, great coach, uh, uh, very motivating, uh, Gus Sapina, and uh, he's he's going to have these guys ready to go. They're going to be ready because the conference is pretty even, and there's going to be battles every night. So I think Bountiful, when you think about Carson Smith, Charlie Smith, um, you got the, the couple of the guys, the Garcia kid, I believe, is coming back, uh, and then if Falatel joins them, and there's another kid, a 2026 uh, Davey Howe is somebody that I've heard a lot about too. If he gets a chance to bump up there, they're going to be somebody you're going to want to pay attention to. Bountiful has some guys this year. It'll be interesting to see what they are, do. Is our Woods Cross and Bountiful in the same? Yeah, region? we're about two miles from each other. Okay, I, I assume so. I just... <laughs> we're, we're about well, maybe a mile and a half from each other. So yeah, absolutely. I used absolutely. to when I when I would travel here for work, I would stay in Lehigh, but one of my good friends would play like early morning like old man basketball up in Bountiful. So I would drive from Lehigh at like five fifteen to go play basketball with him and then drive back down and get to work. That's a that's my familiarity is a six AM church ball in Bountiful. I, Tim uh dropped off. I don't know if uh maybe he was moving at the uh from the hotel lobby, but um yeah, neighbor. Kev says they're neighbors for sure. How do you know about that, Kev? How do you know about Woods Cross? I'm just kidding. I'll, I'll, stop. <laughs> I'll stop bringing that up. Uh, all right. So hopefully Tim can can join us here because I know uh, you know he's watched a lot of uh, probably Bountiful along with yeah. with Orem, who will, I forgot. Apologies to Bountiful. Oh look, Tim's coming back up. He's on the move though. What you doing, Tim? We're all. Uh, let's see. You have chosen to mute yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you have self-muted, Tim. Are you are Listen, you moving? I'm trying to find a charger. <laughs> okay. My, my phone can't... is like dying. It's awful. That's well, so funny. Yeah, that's gonna I happen. Feel you should feel bad about it. I'm gonna take you off stage. Let me know when you get a when you get a charger. You find a charger? Take, yeah, I found a charger, but I gotta figure out which one of these ports work because it seems like All there's right. no electricity. All right. It's fine. It's you like <laughs> it's fine. You guys just ever. You guys just let me let me be unplugged. You know what I mean? <laughs> let, me, let me do my thing. Are you good now? Did you find a charger? I mean, I have a charger, but none of these wall sockets are working. It doesn't matter. This is an official. This is an official podcast. You need to keep it professional. We are so professional. <laughs> uh, okay, let's talk. Let's, Tim, you better freaking figure this out because we're on number five, Orem, and number four, we're just going to skip over if you don't get <laughs> figured out. No, uh, I'm doing it on purpose because I don't want to talk about them. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Orem, I love it. The Orem, no. Tim, let's hear about the Orem Tigers. What do you guys got? I know we got we got, uh, uh, we got got Kai is down there, got Chance. Yep. Um, uh, they uh, Jax Allen is there, right? Uh, I mean, I'm sure I'm assuming that obviously when you lose a kid like Anthony, that's going to be hard, you know, similar to Juan Diego. But it seems like Orem still got a a, a pretty, a pretty stacked roster returning. Tim, what do you think? Go ahead. Oh, great. Um, What do (laughs) I think? I'll tell you what I think. No, uh, against the wall and not laying on the ground. I'm just, it doesn't matter. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about Orem. Let me tell you about Orem because they actually. They actually have one of my favorite point guards, or one of my favorite players. I really, really like Chance. 
Me yeah. too. I really like Chase Dash. Um, he's he's underrated. Uh, you know, he doesn't turn it over. Um, he's you know, if he ever figures out that he's a pretty good shooter and and, get, and becomes confident in that, then then uh, then the league's in trouble and and so is and so is the classification. But um, no, he's really good. I, I got a chance to see Jax Allen with those guys. Um, you know, we're not gonna talk about replacing Anthony because that's that's not a thing. He's a different type of guy. Um, but if if there is a guy that can come on and and you know and kind of sneak his way into some shoes in that way and 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 uh, give them what they need in terms of dynamic scoring playmaking, um, you know I I think he's he's a kid to watch out for. Obviously you have Kai who's got a year of experience and he's a monster. Uh, another kid that if he you know if he decides to to push the button of of a dog and really really lean into that then. You know, he could he could make a huge jump not only for his own self but also for their team, um, and they can be right back in the position that they were last year. So, and then they got some shooting around them, and mm-hmm. you know, Jace coaches them up, and he and he coaches them to shoot it and, and play with confidence, and they they play they're tough, and um, I like their I like their team. You know, I, I like their team a lot. Well, December yeah, I mean- 6th, December sixth, Judge uh, uh, Judge is going to be playing Orem, and I like I literally. I have to go to uh, Dubai to meet with the United Nations. And I was like, well, I got to be back <laughs> by December 6th. So I got what my kind of, What kind of life do you lead? <laughs> like, I'm, I don't know, man. Like, I'm one day I'm, I'm waiting for you to, like, pop up. Leaders. You're going to pop up on the news one day, and I'm going to be like, I knew it. I don't, I don't I know what it's going to be for, but I, knew I knew it. it. I'll be there, That's though. That's funny. Uh, AJ, what do you got? Uh, by the way, Kev says we're doing great. I appreciate you, Kev. Number one there. Also, we really, really appreciate it. I'm glad that I'm glad that Tim brought up Chance Dastro uh, because I've been screaming from the rooftops about how much I love this kid's game for the last three, four years. I remember watching him Utah Drive. Obviously, his dad's coaching. I remember him watching and or watching him play a really good stealth team back in Young Blood, right after the eighth grade team. And I literally watched Chance take apart this entire team. Mm-hmm. with his skills and i think he only had maybe six eight points but what he does he just guts you like he's a like tim says he doesn't turn the ball over he gets himself in trouble sometimes when he's when he's pressured and then he you know he, he turns it over in, in some of those kind of spots but when he's running the offense he's delivering the pass on time to shooters to cutters i honestly can't say enough good about chance to ask if i really love his game um I'm interested to see what kind of work he's put in over the summer to, to come back, you know, to dial that shooting in like Tim talked about, you know, obviously when you lose a guy like Anthony, I mean, Anthony's, and I had somebody make a comment on my, on my page saying that Oram might be better without him. And I was like, I felt like deleting the person because I'm like, Anthony's different. He's just different. Now with that being said, you bring a guy like Jax Allen in who I'm really high on, very good defensive player. I watched him a lot over the summer playing on three SSB with prospects. Uh, he can score, you know, it's not his MO. He's not a, a break it down type of guy. He's not as dynamic as maybe somebody like Anthony is, but you know, you look up and in and, and, uh, Jax Allen have 15, 18 points go along with seven, eight rebounds, four or five assists. I mean, you know, and, and he plays really good defense. Obviously we know about Kai and what he's about. Kai obviously is riding a high playing football, picking up the University of Utah. For I expect him to be more physical this year, which Tim mentioned. You know, if he can just flip that switch and get that, you know, lock that dog in. And I and I saw a little bit of it. I watched a couple of their Section Seven games. He looked different. Um, but then you got another guy that nobody's mentioned that you're going to want to pay attention to, Trey Hyatt. Now Trey Hyatt's just a workhorse. We played. He was on our team all summer, and he is an absolute workhorse. Nice, smooth jump hook rebounds his tail off plays really good defense he's really underrated and he plays much bigger than he is he's only about six four six five but if you look at the pieces that they have there Orem's going to be there and I think that the ability that Chance has to run that offense and allow them to execute obviously losing Anthony's a big big deal but I think that they'll be there you know towards the end of this I, I really like Orem and I love coach Tavita He's my kind of guy. Like he's up in him. Like he's motivating. He's yelling at the other coaches. I remember when uh, they won the quarterfinals last year. He walks up to me and gives me a high five. He says, "He said something to the effect like, you know, we're not surprised, right?" And that's what he that's what he preaches. And so, 
he will have those guys ready to rock. And now he can play a kite. Hey, we're the underdogs. Everybody's counting us out because somebody like Anthony left the program. He'll use that to motivate those guys. They'll be ready to rock and roll. I like Orm a lot this year. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, well, the only team that is really on this list that I've really actually watched play is uh, is Highland. Uh, I just I caught a few games last year. Um, you know, I watched, obviously I watched Isaiah play a lot. I watched Soren play a lot. Um, you know, recently I've seen Vi play quite a bit. Um, I'm trying to think of who Jack, we saw Jack Anderton play, um, at the neck, the top 50 next. Um, you know, I, I, we're going to go to Tim first because Tim's obviously, (laughs) I'll sit this one out. Well, no, no, no. You got to jump in too. You made Tim (laughs) jump in and talk about your kid. Um, but I will say, you know, the thing back and forth on my page, about Highland and what we got this year. So we, we've gone down this road. A I can't of wait. Times. I can't <laughs> wait. Um, but I will say, you know, watching being, being a dad and, and, you know, watching someone like Isaiah play since, you know, for me, it's really like seventh grade and seeing him develop as a player, you know, and his, his development of his court sense, his development of his defense. And even like we, we played out in Las Vegas and and we played a couple of uh you know new balance now puma next teams i think we played one and then we played all three ssb teams and in those games isaiah just said enough and he in front of i mean coaches like texas notre dame utah was there utah there were there were a lot of coaches there to watch the other team and isaiah just said nope we're not we're we're not going out like this in a game that you know there's teams that Indiana elites blowing at everybody by 30, 35 points in this thing. We take them down to the buzzer. I think Isaiah had 30 in that game. I mean, so he, he has really taken his, his, uh, his playmaking, I think to another level beyond what I saw as a freshman. Um, and Soren also developed a ton over the, over the summer, uh, just as a, as a shooter, he, he's gotten stronger. Uh, I think he's gotten a lot more confident. So I'm, I'm only really high on Highland because it's in their name. Number one, number two, you know, I'm a fan of the Denver Nuggets, the Mile High City, and uh, and number three, I'm a CSU Ram, and so I already have the Rams gear. Uh, so that's my that's my really <laughs> in depth analysis. Uh, wow. Tim, what did I? <laughs> this is good. This is this is the this, this is all the information that people wanted to know. Um, but Tim, I mean, I know that you know you've also been talking up uh, the big guy George McClunky. So uh, yeah. tell me about, uh, tell us a little bit about Highland. You're at like practices and stuff, so you probably know a yeah. lot. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I think Highland might be, and I'm gonna go s- slow. I think Highland might be the only team on paper that should be able to play any style. So they've got a legit big six eleven George who now has become a. You know, I, I'm not going to call him a force yet, but he's gotten a ton better and he's really playing well. Um, you have Sefa Brown back, who's uh, BYU football commit. Um, you have um, you have Jack Anderson, who's who's really come on strong here lately. Uh, and Jack will be Jack will be a, a kid that'll be tough to game plan for um, because he can he can really do a lot of things. And he's one of those guys you look up and he's got 15 or 17 and he's actually a a really good defender because he's willing. Um, and so he kind of takes the challenge that way. So um, you got those guys, you got Vi transferring in, um, who's who's going to be really good for us. Um, you know, I think he'll be good in January, to be honest, um, because he just did. I don't think he got enough reps uh, where he was previously, but you can tell he's got a lot of things that he's going to bring to that deal. Um, you got Matt um, shoot. He can really, really oh, shoot. Lansing, yeah. yeah, Matt Lansing, 130 pounds soaking wet. But, you know, um, but he's a kid that you can't not play. You know, he doesn't look the part, but he'll make he makes shots. Um, and all of a sudden he's got six threes and you're like, and he's got six threes and without without a miss sometimes. Right. So, um, you know, it's going to be it's going to be a matter of how tough we're going to be as a team. Um, It's going to be a matter of obviously point guard play. I think Isaiah's improved. He's improved this game with the ball in his hands. He's going to have to play better with the ball out of his hands. Um, he's also going to have to play if, if he can develop into a leader, um, into a vocal leader, I think he, he leads by example, but, um, he has not quite yet become a vocal leader. And I think sometimes, uh, with young kids finding their voice, right. And being okay, they they Snapchat, they text message, they, you know, they don't talk. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, if he finds his voice as a leader, if he understands the importance of that, 
um, then I think they'll go as far as as far as I mean they, they have a chance to, to go all the way. Um, and, and I'd say that obviously, I mean, th those things are not easy things to do. You can't, you don't just wake up and say, I'm going to talk. You could, but, um, there's an, or you wake up, I'm going to be tough, but I think if, if they can find that toughness, um, then it'll be an interesting year. It'll be an interesting year. I'm proud as a, as a father. Um, but even if Isaiah wasn't my son, I mean, to watch him from a distance and to separate myself as a dad and just watch him as a coach to watch how he improved. I mean, I'm, I'm super, super proud of him. Um, listen to your um, dad chunk that's what he's trying to say listen to your dad <laughs> loudest guy in the freaking court uh, no man he, uh, he's he's uh he's been really really good so i'm excited to watch and, and have a close eye in ohio this year that's awesome AJ, obviously they have, and they have the best high school coach in basketball in my opinion and it's okay. not me by the way it's no it's not it's not tim Drizzle. no no it's, it's chris jones christopher jones <laughs> Uh, and you know I always have something to say. So let me put Isaiah aside because I've gushed on and on about what I think about that kid. I think he's amazing. I think he's a game changer. I said yeah. two years ago that I think he's the he'll be the best 2026 when it's all said and done. So I'm really high on Isaiah, and that's not because Tim's on there. You can go and check my track record. There's two guys that I want to talk about on this team that I think are going to be the X factors. You mentioned one of them, Sepha Brown. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that physically people are going to have to deal with. And I don't, and you, when you throw George in the mix and how well he's developed and come along, that makes Sefa even more dangerous because Sefa can run the floor. Sefa can actually step out and shoot the three a little bit, you know, the lefty stroke, and he can finish at the basket, right? And so he's going to be a guy that you're going to want to pay attention to. Uh, if they can get some good rebounding, some production out of George, you know, hey, we need a bucket, let's throw it in there. You know, let them do that sweeping hook across the lane. Another guy that we we talked about, you and I have, Tim, is Grayson Gaddis. Uh, oh, when yeah. you look at when you look at Grayson's upside, and I've seen him play for three years now. My son played with him on Utah Premier uh, when he played up. Grayson is a guy that he is capable of making six, seven threes in a row if you don't guard him and if you don't pay attention to him. Now Grayson's yeah. six, what six five? I think he's six six. Probably all of six six, right? Yeah, about six six. Yeah, can jump out of the gym. Um, I know that, you know, you guys have been working on him, especially in the weight room. That's what he needed. If you look at the Highland team, I mean, I'd say as far as on paper, you got everything. You got everything you're going to need, right? You got shooting. Uh, Gattis can get hot from outside. Obviously, Jack has played really well uh, as of late. You've seen him come on a little bit. Um, obviously, you got size. You got Sefa. You got George McConkey, And you got a great, great point guard. Highland is a team that, you, that they're going to be dangerous. And I'm excited to see what Highland does. The thing that I look at with Highland and Tim, you and I have talked about this, is you look at Alta, you look at Olympus, and it's going to come down to guard play. And those two teams are battle-tested in those bright lights, right? And so it's going to be how quickly can Chump get these guys playing all together and at a high, high, not, a, not, a, not just a level to compete, but a level to win. I think he's capable of that, but I think that's what we're going to want to watch for is when they flip that switch or turn that corner where they're playing, you know, on the level of the Jordies and the the championship level, not as far as talent goes. They have that ability, but, you know, the aces where they've been there, done that. And sometimes that provides an edge in those tournaments when it comes down to it. And so it'll be interesting to see how fast Chunk can get those guys to say, get on the bus, we're rolling. And it'll be fun to watch. Guys. Yeah, that's that's a that's a great point. And, you know, and I think even that's a that's piggybacking too on just the leadership piece. Right. Like they're, we're going to go as far as he decides he wants yeah. to lead. And that's that's not a you know, that just is what it is. Right. Um, that's what it's going to depend on the other kid, too. And I didn't mention him, but, you know, Soren's really improved. And he adds another element from a big guy who's on the perimeter that can knock down shots. He's, you know, he's going to block some shots. Um, but he's, and he's really, I mean, he's really improved putting the ball on the deck. But like you said, I mean, just the main thing is the experience piece. Thank, uh, thankfully, you know, Jonesy has allowed those guys to make their mistakes last year and get their yeah. feet wet because I think it'll be a, I think it'll be a big deal moving forward. Well, guys, we're we're we've been talking about basketball for an, almost an hour now, and we got four more teams left. So, um, you know, we, I'm sure we could have we probably could have like broken this up into two segments or sessions or whatever we want to say. But you know, we don't really know what we're doing, so we'll just keep on cruising. It feels like we sort of 
tipped over a little bit into kind of the the four teams that I'm guessing most people expect to challenge Alta. Would that be would that be pretty fair to say in terms of um, you know in terms of Highland, um, Olympus, Springville, and then and then you've got uh, who else did I miss on there? Um, we got Olymp- Highland, Olympus, Springville, and then you got Alta. So. Um, does that sound about, you know, about, I mean, obviously anybody can win. You've got a bunch of 16, 17, 18 year old kids running around on the court and in a single elimination state tournament. So anybody can win. Um, but would it be the, is what maybe prep hoops and Deseret news are saying are, Hey, there's kind of these four teams that are all going to have various levels of ways they could beat Alta. But AJ, like you said, at the outset, it's really Alta versus everybody else and who's going to step up um it kind of feels like we reached that point though with highland it's like yeah on the right night highland could could beat alta in a state tournament game in a semifinal. you know if it, it's not out of the nobody would be like oh my gosh it's the upset of the century um if that if that happened but that is that about right does it feel like that's kind of where we're at in terms of the where we're at on these uh these top 10 lists for sure I mean, I would, I would definitely say, oh, wait a minute, am I back? Yeah, no, you're here. You're still, you're alive. On my screen, it says I have five percent, and half, and like three quarters of my body is gone off my screen. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, I need, I need a new phone so you guys can get some offering or some donations. Or let's, something. let's all pray. Hey, if um, anybody wants to buy this, I've got a special. Uh, I've got some oil that's on a, uh, a prayer blanket. So everybody, listen. Send it in be- for be- before 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 my phone dies, I want to give these guys their flowers. Alts is really good. And and their state champions they're not flukish. They have it all. They they have it, I mean, they have they lose one guy. Um they obviously have high high level guys at every almost every position. Um they have great role players. Um and they've won. And as a and as a guy who's played and did my fair share of winning, you have an edge when you're used to winning. And so you don't just, you can't just walk in and, and hype your way to beating Alta. Like you got to go out there and you got to, you got to go beat them possession, one possession at a time. And you got to be able to weather storms that they've already weathered, you know, on their tournament run. You've got to, you know, you've got to make big shots that they've already made when their numbers are called. And so um, it's definitely Alta against everybody else. Um, we can talk until we're blue in the face about who matches up best and all the things. We get two cracks out of them in the regional, which I think is a gift for us. And we get two cracks out of Olympus, which is another gift for us, right, uh, at Highland. And so um, I think the way that it's shaping up, man, I think we're all going to be smiling come, come the end of February because it can get really, really interesting. And uh, we've all got, you know, obviously there's guys on those teams that we all really love and respect. And, uh, you know, it's it, – but, yeah, it's outside against the field for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. And, you know, when you look at this, though, and Prep Hoop has Springville ranked number two. I think Olympus is the second team there just because of what Tim just said, right? They're battle-tested. They're used to winning. Dutch is a big-time problem, right? Nobody's figured out how to keep him out of the 20s in three years, and so I think that they're going to be playing with a chip on their shoulder because I think it's their senior year. Everybody's counting them out. Um, Springville's got a guy that you're going to want to, you know, pay attention to, and Andrew Miller. He's a transfer in from Vegas. You've probably seen his highlight reels uh, dunking all over the place, but you throw him in the mix with Mason Hansen and a big like Jamin Sondrup. They're going to be a team that I don't know where they fall. I don't think they fall at number two because I think it's Alta. I think it's Olympus. I think it's Highland. I think it's Orem. Uh, in the in those uh, in those spots, but Olympus is is going to be a team that they're going to have something to say at the end of this. What a great region, though! Oh my gosh! I mean, I might just come over and watch your guys' games. But you know, speaking to Alta, you know, a guy like Carter Doliak, who's made the leaps that he's made through the summer and through the fall. I mean, there was a highlight of the Great Western Classic where he goes baseline, pulls it back, and just cranks it. Well, we didn't see that last year. Right. Yeah. And so if you elevate him alongside Jackson Johnson, uh, who just committed to Tim's alma mater, which is awesome. Uh, and then a guy like Ace, yeah. who's really, really doing? playing some big time yeah. basketball right now. I mean, I think it's Alta versus the field. Uh, I'm excited to see who's going to step up and turn that corner. But man, this 5A is so is going to be so fun to watch because there's so many teams. They're going to say, 
we have the guys to do it. It's going to be interesting to watch them and see how they progress through the season and see what happens in the tournament because it only takes one game, right? Somebody gets hot, out you go. (laughs) Yep, yep, no doubt. I mean, I think it would actually be really fun, and I don't know if there's a way to do this or not, but, you know, at the end of the year – You've got you've got the six A champion, the five A champion, you know, four A and the three A champion. I don't know. Let's just say there's those four, and just let them let them play like a best. Because I feel like I mean, obviously there would be not not every team would be competitive in that. Four A is a problem this year for one team, and that they all yeah. got to deal with Dixie. They got to deal with Dixie. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. Four, it's four A. It's Dixie in the field, even probably more so. No than doubt. I've got uh, for sure. I've actually got uh, my my guy Hector Marquez is going to come on and break down 4A with me uh, in a similar way. So um, I'm excited for that. Um, yeah, it's it's a great. I think 5A is stacked, like we all said. You know, I, I mean, it is it is Alta versus the versus the field, but the field is I think ready, and I'm I'm excited to to watch. I mean, I'll, I'll see a bunch of these teams um, when when AJ's playing them. Um, my son, AJ, not you, AJ, you're too old to play high school basketball. I hate to break it to you. I don't know. Um, There's a lot of weird reclassing going on. (laughs) (laughs) I saw some story. It was like Memphis guard, 27 years old, denied. I was like, good. He's 27. Get out go play in Europe or something, man. Like get out of here. Um, well, Hey, before we go, and I know Tim, you got to probably bounce, but today was, um, you know, was signing day. I saw I, I just I saw um, Tiger Cuff signed up at uh, up at Weaver, Weaver State. State. Yeah. Um, any any other uh, obviously Jackson Johnson is going to University of Utah. Um, yeah. Brody I, going to USC. Yeah, Brody's going to USC. Yeah. Um, Blake Rawson at uh, American Fork signed with CSI today, so Good. Okay. that's awesome for him. Yeah, awesome. great. And that's then the Was- the Wasatch kids, uh, Taj is San Diego State. We got the Mobley kid going, uh, I believe it's Ohio State. State. Yep. Uh, Malik, then, they got, then they got one other kid. Yeah, Malik. Malik, Malik Tiallo. Uh, the kid that's just signed at BYU. He's a prospect kid. I'm, I'm trying to remember his name. Isaac Davis. Isaac Davis. Yeah. Signed with He's a BYU. Ooh. He's a good player. Yeah, good player. <laughs> yeah. So, no, congrats. It's a huge day. It's a, it's huge a big day. day for those guys. For yeah. sure. I never had that day, uh, but I know you did, Tim. So, congratulations. I'm sure you can. No one was ever like, "What's your signing day?" I'm like, "Business major, at Colorado State." <laughs> yeah, no, it's a it's a special day for those guys, and congrats to their families. You know, it's hard to play Division One basketball now. So it's hard, hard to come out of high school and and to have that opportunity. Those guys have they've earned it. You know, no matter what anybody says, each guy has earned their opportunity. And hats off to them, and and best of luck to them, especially you know in the future. But now they get to go have fun and, and play high school season. It's free of all of that. And uh, they should, they should really relish that, enjoy that. Totally, totally agree. Yeah, there's 400 to 450 Division One kids coming from high school nowadays. The numbers gotten lower and lower and lower. Yeah. So, you know, if 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 you're one of those, man, that's that's an incredible that's an incredible achievement. And so, congratulations yeah. to to anybody who can go play in college right now. I mean, it is it's yeah. it's tough, and you know, we'll we'll talk about that a lot. I'm sure on the podcast, trying to dispel this myth of just like. Oh well, if I don't get the offer to the B- to BYU, I'm going to go to Slick. It's like, well, there's nine Division One players on Slick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can't that's just not, go. not happening. <laughs> just so you know, they're like, what? So, yeah, well, yeah. you get basketball actually. Yeah. I think uh, their point guard started at UVU last year. So. Yeah, my yeah. backup plan is Westminster. Yeah, they're pretty good. They're really good at basketball. Yeah. <laughs> it's, right. That's that's your best plan actually. Is probably yeah. what it's going to be. Uh, well, Tim, AJ, did you guys want to add anything before we before we wrap up here? Let me just no. say, because I, I might die, but thank you guys for having that me on. That was really I, dark. You mean your phone no, might die? That's what I meant. My phone <laughs> might die. I'm also, I'm also in Los Angeles, so I mean, who knows? Oh, anyway, <laughs> no, but thanks for having and thanks for the platform. Um, I love the the banter. I love the objectivity or objectiveness, whichever word you want to use for that. But um, you know, I, I couldn't think of a better way to spend an hour freaking out as to whether or not my phone was going to die, but. Um, you know, so all the kids out there, man, good luck. Work your butt off. Continue to get better, and uh, and we'll get it figured out. We'll have you back on. Yeah, we we need to come back on and do the six A because I've got a lot to say about six A. Six A is six A is going to be a very interesting classification this year. It's going to be all right. awesome. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll make it happen. Um, well, AJ, everyone, go check out what uh, AJ's doing over at uh, Northern Utah Ballers. Oh, Tim is gone. Tim's I was going to. Um, and, and also I, I apologize on Twitter. I, 
I, uh, I put the wrong link on there and I couldn't adjust it. But uh, you want to talk about your new venture because I still think it's really great. Yeah, so GameFilmElite.com. Go onto the website, check it out. Um, if you don't have a full game film at your disposal, you're going to lose opportunities because the first thing that somebody asks for, and I've had this happen to kids that I've tried to help get recruited, is do they have tape? They're not looking for your highlight tape. They want tape right? They want a full game to see what you do. So as the high school season gets rolling, make sure you get access to those games, get on our platform and let's get some evaluations done. Get these coaches, uh, you know, looking at your film and giving you some feedback. The Carroll coach, uh, Carroll college head coach texted me about two hours ago and like, I'm still ready for this. Let's go. So these coaches are ready for you. They're wanting to talk to players, you know, like just like we have here in Utah. And uh, there's one more day to go on my Northern Utah Ballers page and to sign up for a free giveaway. So you can have three games that are evaluated by college coaches, and then you get a one-hour live session with that evaluator, that college coach. And uh, you can ask them anything. You can ask them about your game, and they'll give you recommendations on what they see. But they'll also help you – kind of navigate this road that you're trying to go down and uh, ultimately hopefully, you know, help you get to where you want to go. So uh, it's a great platform. The feedback's been phenomenal. Go to gamefilmelite.com. You see it there on your screen and uh, let's, let's keep improving because like I said the other day, business is booming here in the state of Utah. So it's exciting time. Appreciate you having me on here. It's been so fun. It was so fun. Yeah. Really appreciate it, AJ. Thanks everyone. Go check out gamefilmelite.com. Uh, also, if uh, you're watching this live or if you're watching a replay, but you don't get my emails when the new uh, episodes come out, you can go to utahbasketball.net. If you're still listening an hour plus in, then you are a Utah basketball junkie and a huge Utah Hoops fan, and we appreciate you. Um, if you got any recommendations for people to come on, please let me know. Drop me a note, and uh, we'll we'll make it happen. Thanks, AJ. Thanks, Tim. Awesome. Uh, everyone be safe out there and uh, play hard. Don't yell at the refs. Treat your game parents on. Well. It's game on. Let's go. <laughs> See y'all. See ya.